everybody to the Thursday, November 18th version of the Geek News Central Podcast. I'm Todd Cochran, your host, coming to you live, well, semi-live, from Ford Island in Honolulu, Hawaii. It's uh, late in the evening here on, uh, it's actually the 17th, but uh, I gotta get this in the can because tomorrow's my anniversary, and uh, you know what that means, fellas. I got to... uh, Make sure there's no geekazoiding going on tomorrow or else I will be in trouble with the old lady. But uh, anyway, we're uh, got a good show for you tonight. I do uh, uh, want to make a couple of comments before we get going here. I've had several of you send me uh, comments on email saying that the voice levels aren't high enough. And uh, I'm looking at the meter here on the... Uh, Adobe Audition, and it looks like I'm registering about a between a minus 12 and a minus 9 on the dB scale, and I'm hoping that this is going to be loud enough for you because uh, otherwise it uh, it overdrives it. So send us some feedback on how the voice level is tonight, and uh, of course visit the website at uh, geeknewcentral.com and uh, send us your comments uh, about the show to geek at geeknewcentral.com. Um, of course, we want you to uh, send us uh, your voice ma- send voicemails to us. And uh, matter of fact, I just had one starting to queue up there by accident. But uh, send us a voicemail at 619-342-7365. I'm going to uh, play a voicemail from a, a caller that uh, was giving us some feedback on one of the items that we talked about last week. Actually, on uh, Monday morning, and that was in reference to the uh, TiVo. The guy was listening to a podcast on a TiVo, and I got a little bit of the information uh, incorrect, so uh, he wanted to set me straight on it and uh, drop me a voicemail. So I'm going to cue that up for you right now. We're trying to do things a little different tonight on the uh, on the show. I'm trying to do everything in one full swoop. Um, I was splicing some things in last time, and it missed, uh, messed up the uh, bit rate, and it took forever to get the sampling all done and uh, get the show compressed and out. And uh, what turned in from, you know, what started as a 30-minute show ended up being an hour 45 minutes before it was in a can. But anyway, here is the uh, is the voicemail on that. This is Steve Ivey from the uh, Monkey weblog over at Redbump.net. I uh, noticed you uh, got your little uh, track back on um, on the site about the TiVo podcasting, and I left a little message on uh, a little comment on your post there, but wanted to uh, expand on that a little bit. Um, I'm not actually downloading podcasts to the TiVo automatically, although that is definitely the uh, the goal one day. Um, currently, I'm iPoding the podcast to my um, well, it's my iPod, but it's my computer. 
and then streaming them to the TiVo using TiVo's desktop software, uh, which is part of their home media option. Um, and that's been great. I listen to it while I'm at home working um, because I don't have to have my headphones in or whatever, and I can just uh, let it play through my home stereo system. Uh, it's been really great. I put up some more comments recently. Uh, Doug K also linked to that same article. He got me thinking about some stuff. So I put up some more comments on redbunk.net about TiVo and podcasting and kind of where it can go from there. So if you want to check it out, please do. Um, thanks for the link, and we'll talk to you later. Thanks. Bye. Well, anyway, that was uh, his comments on that, and I will put the link up tonight to his, uh, to his site where the extended comments are. Being that this is show 11, I wanted to, uh, I hadn't talked, I know I picked up a lot of listeners since we started, and I really uh, only did a little uh, quick background on myself, uh, the first show, and I wanted to give uh, those of you that were new listeners a uh, quick background on on uh, myself, just to let you know I've been involved in the electronics and basically the aviation electronic industry for the last uh, 20, uh, 21 years, and... Um, I basically uh, research new technologies and uh, and uh, work with a lot of companies across the United States and spend a lot of travel on the road. So I do work with technology on a day-to-day basis. Uh, a lot of it is a, at a level much more sophisticated than I would ever want to talk about on the podcast. But uh, I am an active user of, of new technology, so it gives you a little background on... Uh, on where I'm coming from. Now I did have a couple of people send in uh, emails. They had uh, went over to my personal web blog and had caught my uh, the audio cast that or the podcast I'd put together on the injury I sustained back in June. And uh, for those of you that want to even list, want to listen to that, go to uh, toddblog.com, t-o-d-d blog.com, and uh, there is a mp3 file there that uh, explains what happened to me and just basically put it in a nutshell I was overseas and I got injured had a pretty bad fall and uh, smashed my L1 vertebrae I was quite lucky in in the fact that the bone spurs that uh, pressed against my spinal cord uh, did not cut the spinal cord and um, even though I was in extreme pain I never lost any mobility uh, so today I've got some uh, titanium rods on my back, basically tying uh, L2 and C13 together to uh, isolate the uh, L1 vertebrae that I smashed. I basically had a, um, they call it a, a burst compression fracture. And uh, even though it was quite painful and the recovery process has been real slow, um, hey, it could have been worse. I could have been, uh, it could have been paralyzed. But uh, just for those of you that were curious, the uh, recovery continues pretty good. I have more good days than bad days. Um, been off pain medicine since July 15th, so I have not really had to uh, utilize any pain medications. But the, uh, you know, being able to tie my shoes was a struggle for a while. And uh, so little by little, I have uh, regained some of my mobility. But... Uh, Anyway, enough on that. We're 7 minutes and 37 seconds into the show, and I need to get into the content tonight. Um, I'm going to be doing, uh, trying to go through the content a little different, in a different way tonight, in that um, I think we had some, some people were saying, I say, um, a lot, and that's probably true, 
and that is uh, we're trying to eliminate that. By the way, I've got the uh, info queued up. I was going to talk. I was going to uh, talk about an article that was on the WashingtonPost.com, but the website. You know, nothing is more irritating than seeing a something, seeing a link to something you want to read, uh, double clicking it, it loads up in your web browser, and you get this uh, register now uh, page. Um, I just absolutely refuse at this point to patronize websites that make me that are requiring me to register. And uh, you know, if they want to collect demographics about me every time I log in or 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 track me with a cookie. I, I, I honestly don't need to. Uh, I don't need to read their news. So the article I wanted to talk to you about on WashingtonPost.com was uh, was going to require a login, and I'm not going to do that. There, uh, there was a news article today. <laughs> Geeks love to eat junk food. At least the majority of us. I know I do. And. Uh, can you believe that Hardee's has got a 1,420 calorie hamburger? Now, that to me is a heart attack waiting to happen, folks. You know, I, I eat junk food, but I don't eat uh, I don't eat these grease bucket hamburgers. Oh my God, unbelievable! Stay away from them. But uh, there's your geek food tip for the for the night. There was a article on Dan Gilmore's uh, e-journal website that talked about Drew Paul. Those of you that uh, have searched around on the Geek News Central website a little bit will notice that we use Drew Paul as one of our, as our basically aggregators. We go out and pull uh, some of the feeds that we read. And for those of you that have not ever uh, played with Drew Paul, I encourage you to go over to the Drew Paul website at www.drewpaul.org. It's a uh, pretty awesome application. It's a great blogging tool. It's not for the faint of heart, so uh, I would I would recommend experienced geeks to do it. And if any of you become uh, proficient in making skins for it, let us know because uh, uh, to this point we have not really found anyone that can do uh, can do skins good. Now I always like to pass on good deals to people. Uh, Amazon.com has a Seagate 200 gig ATA internal hard drive uh, that's $89 after rebate. Uh, I know that every once in a while, you know, you see the uh, $69, 160 giggers, but uh, this is the first time I've seen a 200 gigger uh, at the $90 mark. So I think uh, it's a pretty good, uh, pretty good deal, and we'll put the link up on the site. Microsoft is uh, kind of hedging slightly now. They're saying that they're um, thinking about doing an IE update earlier than normal, but it would more than likely not happen until uh, Longhorn was released. And uh, and I think they can talk all they want, but I think they can uh, they can almost uh, be assured that they pretty much lost the the browser war here. Well, it really wasn't a browser war. They're not even they're not even fighting. Uh, Firefox has uh, smashed them down. And they're up to about uh, 3.5 million downloads since the release of 1.0. I had the opportunity today to um, take my real first close look at a tablet PC. And uh, the individual that uh, let me examine it was the one that I worked with. And I had it on my desk for about an hour. And I, I, I basically came to the conclusion that it's kind of a nice-to-have tool but my field of work, I don't think I would really 
a used one. It's kind of like my PDA. I think I wasted my money on my PDA. And uh, I guess I, I need to see some of the more some more of the applications that are being used with the tablet to get a better understanding of, of of the power that everyone is suggesting is within, you know, being able to be used in a tablet. Um, I felt it to be klutzy to use. Uh, the you know, the, the handwriting function, being able to write notes on a notepad and stuff was cool, but, you know, that, uh, you know, that's why I've got OneNote for. I think I can almost type faster than I can, uh, write something on a, on a tablet. As we've all, uh, known here, the Music, uh, uh Producers Association has, uh, launched, uh, a bunch of, uh, lawsuits against uh, users and they've basically filed approximately 40 lawsuits, which isn't too bad comparing to the number of lawsuits the RIAA have produced. But they have also launched a software snooping tool that parents can download to see if their kids are downloading P2P, um, basically movies via the P2P networks. So I don't know. Uh, this is just another attempt, I think, by them to scare parents into. Um, complying with their wishes. A Japanese company in the mobile and wireless uh, category has released a uh, phone that allows uh, users to make a call via the internet over a Wi-Fi network in addition to a regular ones and it switches automatically. Now I think this is awesome especially if the if they make it so that the um, the phone is able to once you let's say you get home you've got a Wi-Fi network in the house the phone detects hey I'm, I'm at home with my home Wi-Fi network and it switches into a, a basically a voice IP phone and uh, that way to allow you to have lower rates that uh, that's cool and, and it just goes to show you that the Japanese are that much farther ahead than Americans are on their cell phone technology ever since Google desktop uh, Google launched their uh, Google desktop uh, it appears that a bunch of vendors are, are now rushing like crazy to try to get their own products out on the market. We've all had a sneak preview of the MSN desktop that was uh, revealed on uh, NeoWin a couple of days ago. And if you haven't got a chance to uh, look at that, uh, screenshots of that, um, the, the link is on the site. You'll be able to, uh, to check that out. But uh, Ask Jeeves is apparently going to uh, do their own uh, desktop uh, search engine so I think little by little we're going to see a bunch of competing people going after uh, after the desktop search engine market it's just uh, amazing that uh, well Google was smart getting their product to uh, product out first on another front Seagate shipped a 400 gigabyte drive it's a uh, 7200 RPM um, 8 megabytes 8 or 16 megabyte buffers um, looks like pretty fast access speed, and um, it's nice to see that the uh, hard drive spaces continue, or the hard drive sizes continue to grow, and it's going to be curious to see when those are going to top out uh, on the on the high end. Those of you that are uh, living in Japan, uh, Apple iTunes is going to be available in Japan. Uh, they're getting ready to roll that out, and there's no specific date, but they're saying that they're going to offer up to 100,000 uh, Japanese tracks. It's going to make it uh, Japan's largest music download service. On the science front today, 
NASA's X-43A jet breaks the airspeed record. They were uh, they flew it at approximately uh, 6,600 miles per hour. And what amazed me about this story was that the engine only ran for 10 seconds. But if you really think about that for uh, for a few moments, it went 6,600 miles per hour, and it got that to that speed in 10 seconds. Now I don't know what velocity the aircraft was going when they dropped it. It was unmanned, but think about the G's that had to be exerted on the aircraft to get to that speed in 10 seconds. It's simply amazing, and I think. Uh, this ramjet technology that they're experimenting with is going to be very inter interesting to see uh, see what happens there in the future. And you know, it could have uh, some significant commercial, um, you know, commercial event. You know, it's going to make some good things for commercial people to use. But I think it's going to be a ways uh, down the road before that happens. There's an article about a guy that's on uh, Zip Davis. It talks about this. Uh, and I'm probably going to pronounce it incorrectly, but it's the fishing or F-H-I-S-H-I-N-G. It's basically fishing trap. It's where you get the emails and it's saying, hey, your eBay account's uh, in danger of being shut down or your Citibank uh, credit card is overbalanced. And uh, they, they, they basically put uh, 10 different emails in front of him uh, as examples. And... Uh, he said all ten of them were fake, and it turned out that actually only seven of the ten were fake emails. So it just goes to show you that, um, you know, at this point, you, you just don't know what to trust when it comes in email. And I, I, I recommend everybody that as you are out there searching on the net or basically getting email, do not respond or do not click to in internally to any of those emails to... Uh, to load the site, you know, load your browser, go to your banking site directly, or go to eBay directly or, or PayPal, and uh, make sure that you uh, log on directly on the site. Don't link to them that way because there's ways it can trick the browser into thinking that you're at the, you know, show on the header that you're at the right site, but uh, you're actually logged into a website in China. Um, Universal Music Group has. Uh, Licensed song from a stable of artists including U2 and Emian to a uh, company's developed technology. I'm reading directly from the article here. Designed to prevent unauthorized distribution of audio tracks over online file sharing networks. Um, it's kind of interesting that the what they're going to be doing with this, and it's with a company called Snowcap. And uh, I will uh, put the link up on that, and uh, we'll see what happens there if that... Uh, if it's going to help the uh, UMG group get some of its music out. Those of you that are Xbox users, I hope you haven't uh, went in and mod modified your Xbox because if you have, Microsoft's uh, kicking you off its gaming networks. They've developed a way to detect who is uh, who's hacked their boxes and, and they're going to shut you down. And They've done a bunch of that already. In some consumer news today, it looks like... Uh, Kmart and Sears, actually Kmart is going to buy Sears, and I think this is pretty amazing because I've always liked Sears as a shopping a place to shop, but I've never really liked Kmart. For Kmart to buy Sears, it's kind of an oxymoron. You would have thought Sears would have bought Kmart, but uh, I guess we'll see what happens with the brands that are in Sears. I hope uh, I hope they don't ruin 
that uh, national line. I know Sears has had some problems in the past, but uh, it's going to be interesting to see what happens when they uh, completely merge. Creative has got a uh, an MP player, MP3 player out called Zen Touch, and they're going to be spending a hundred million dollars over the next year in advertising to try to uh, unseat the iPod. Uh, be honest with you, I've seen the Zen, and I've seen how people, uh, seen people use it. I just don't think they've got a chance. You know, a hundred million dollars is a lot of money, but uh, to spend that on an advertising campaign to, to unseat the iPod, I think they would be better take the hundred million dollars and do some R&D and come up with a product that was truly revolutionary. Um, wouldn't take too much to uh, make it podcast friendly, and uh, you know, let's put that money to good use and get a product out there that we all can support. Those of you that have TiVos are not going to be real happy. Um, I know that I like my DVR. When the old commercial comes on, I fast forward through that bad boy. But apparently TiVo is going to start inserting its own commercials when you fast forward. Now I'm sure this is going to upset the major media people. You know, they, uh, they, they don't want to admit that we're fast forwarding through their um, through their programs with our DVRs, but for TiVo to go in and insert their own ads while we're fast-forwarding over the top of their other ads, oh boy, I think it's going to be, uh, there's going to be a little bit of a war over this one. And, you know, uh, users may not complain, but uh, I really think the uh, mainline industry people are going to. Um, MSN Music is going to be uh, hosting GarageBand tracks. They're going to put approximately 150,000 of the site songs, which include the majority of the previous offerings on mp3.com. They're going to make those available. Uh, I think that's, uh, that's great news for those of us that are looking for non-RIAA music. Uh, may find it may make it a little easier to find it. Now remember, not all the music on GarageBand is, uh, you have to get permission to play some of that. Uh, some of those uh, sites, uh, some of those bands have uh, licensing agreements already on the, their web pages, so make sure you pay attention to that if you're going to use their music. Skype, uh, those of you that are using Skype, get out there and uh, update your your Skype uh, dialer. There's a security issue with a buffer overflow, and you need to uh, get that updated with the, uh, the latest version. Uh, US Today has a pile of uh, RSS feeds on uh, 30 different subjects. Uh, it's pretty cool. If you like to read USA Today, you can get that via RSS now. The uh, There's an article that uh, Dan Gilmore put up a few days ago that, uh, that talks about a copyright bill. And, uh, and I'm going to read the headline. And basically, he took a, took a direct quote out of Wired. And I'm going to read that same, um, same quote. Uh, Wired News says the Senate may ram copyright bill. Several lab- lobbying camps from different industries and ideologies are joining force to fight an overhaul of copyright law, which they say would radically shift in favor of Hollywood and the record companies, and which Congress might try to push through during a lame duck session that begins this week. The Senate might vote on House Resolution 2391. The Intellectual Property Protection Act, a comprehensive bill that opponents charge could make many users of peer-to-peer networks, digital music players, and other products criminally liable for copyright infringement. The bill would also undo centuries of fair use. The principles that give Americans 
the right to use small samples of the works or others without having to ask permission to pay. Now, I don't know if they're going to get it through. Dan doesn't seem to think so. But it's this type of actions that can uh, they can slip something through uh, real quickly that would cause a great harm to those of us that are um, purveyors of fair use. So if you're a fair use advocate, you need to get your voice heard to make sure that this uh, House resolution does not go through during this lame duck uh, session. Again, it's House Resolution 2391. So I encourage you to get out there and contact your Congress or your representative and to make sure that this uh, doesn't go through. Now, it is a Senate bill, so you would have to contact your congressman. So it's not your, but it says House HR, and that's House Representatives, I think. So maybe they, uh, when they said Senate, they mean, because usually when you say Senate, that's uh, the smaller body in Congress, not the large body of representatives. So um, check that out. I'll see if I can get some amplifying information on that. But, uh, um, you know, it just goes to show you that you never know when they're going to be attacking us on our fair use rights. We are 25 minutes into the program. I've got uh, basically everything put out that I wanted to. I'm going to look through my links here and you probably hear me clicking through. Oh, here's one item I didn't uh, didn't talk about. Uh, there's a Those of you that are using Gmail know that we can uh, start to get uh, pop access now. They're starting to... Uh, release that, but it looks like uh, people are still coding up their own uh, Gmail notifiers uh, using different types of languages, and uh, it looks like this one is written in Perl, so if any of you guys are big Perl uh, advocates, I'll put the link up for this Perl script, and you can use that to uh, go out and uh, check your Gmail accounts, and it might be good, to, uh, I may just put this on... Uh, my machine itself too. It's a very very simple script, maybe uh, 10 or 15 lines, and that's it. But I'm going to leave you tonight with some music. And uh, again, I want to thank you for listening to the podcast tonight. And please visit geeknewscentral.com. Send your comments to geek at geeknewscentral.com, and be sure to call in your comments to the voicemail at 619-342-7 Again, 619-342-7365. I'm Todd, and uh, again, from Historic Fort Island in Honolulu, Hawaii, this has been the Geek News Central Podcast for Thursday, November 18th. You all have a terrific day, and we will be back with you again on Monday. Thank you. Man holds in his mortal hands the power to abolish all forms of human poverty and all forms of human life.
Are you still here? Are you really still here? Did you really listen to the song? <laughs> yeah. Alright folks. Vamanos.